Hey, hey, friends, I'm Thea Charles, and you are listening to the Push or Pivot podcast. In this series, we discuss the path someone chooses when they are at a crossroads of their life. Do they push through the adversity, or do they stop, reassess, and pivot? Our guest today is Laura Stort Shortridge. She shares her story of how she persevered while living with people who did not share her vision. So welcome, Laura. I am so excited to have you today on the Pusher Pivot. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. Awesome. Um, So Laura is a writer and author, and she's also a coach. And I know that there's going to be a lot of value that comes out of this conversation today and a lot of things that a lot of us need to hear. So without further ado, Laura, can you introduce yourself? Certainly. Um, I consider myself a little woman with a big heart. Uh, I'm a Texan, full-blood Texan, even though I live in New York now. (laughs) And um, I am the author of the book, Unipreneur, How to Live Your Passion in a House Full of Dream Killers. And I think that uh, subtitle kind of says a lot. Um, And that's what my focus has been for the last little bit. Um, As just on a personal level, level, um, my passion right now is to help individuals to realize their true divine uh, gifts that they have, because I believe, truly believe that everybody has them. And um, sometimes people don't recognize them or they bury them or they uh, don't think they're good enough or, and, and that's the dream killers in, in the book. um, I refer to a personal story with my own dream killer. Um, I have been married for 42 years as of last week and my husband is my main dream killer. Mm-hmm. And you know, some of the kids are too. We have six children together mm-hmm. and um, you know, some of them are kind of dream killers too, but um, through the process um, of, of this, my story, yep. um, I have learned that a lot of dream killers, they don't even realize they're dream killers. They do it. Out, and that's what I had to recognize. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so now I'm going to back up a little bit and tell where this came from okay. uh, with the, the unipreneur idea. Uh, mm-hmm. I have had people say, what in the heck is a unipreneur? Yeah. Well, I, my, <laughs> uh, I know a lot of people use the word solopreneur. It's mm-hmm. kind of the same thing. It's you build your, but my particular definition is building a business for following your dream, whatever that is, um, regardless of the outside circumstances, which include dream killers in your house that you love and want to keep in your life. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yep. it's finding that balance. And so through my journey, uh, I found the way that I was able to navigate those rough waters of following my passion and still not just maintaining relationships with dream killers that I loved and wanted to keep in my life, but actually building better relationships with them. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, so that's where the book came from. It was my journey from, you know, uh, despair really to truly being happy with my life and loving my dream killers and not judging them and, and they can judge me or not. That's on, that's out, that's on them, (laughs) you know, but I'm only responsible for me Mm -hmm. and how I react or respond. I choose not to react anymore. You know, I used to give knee jerk reactions and ah, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) they told me I'm crazy. Ah, but, Mm -hmm. but now it's like, Hmm, where are they coming from? Where, you know, what is their perspective? And, um, so the, when we talk about crossroads, you know, I'm, I'm 61 years old. So, so, um, I've had four big crossroads in my life, but 
the third one is the one I wanted to talk about first, and that is um, I didn't used to be a speaker and an author and a coach. Before that, um, like I said, we had six children, and when one of when our fifth child was um, 18, she started with a multi-level marketing company, which she introduced me to, mm -hmm. and um, I was very open-minded and listened to it. I'd already actually used some of the products and loved it, and um, so I naturally joined to support her, yeah. and so I found that I actually, there was a lot more products than I realized, and the business mm -hmm. had um, a lot more products than it did when, that I, than I knew of, mm -hmm. and and low cost, so it made it was no brainer to me to right. do it. Yeah. And while I did it at first to support my daughter, it ended up being very good for me you know, in, in many ways. And um, but my husband just laughed, and he, oh, you know, oh, you're crazy, you're gonna do that. It's a scam, you know, all these mm -hmm. things. Yeah. And so I had to decide, as you put it, to, did I push or did I pivot? Mm -hmm. At that point, I pushed through it. I pushed yeah. through it, and. Uh, it was it was a hard, difficult road um, until I bought him a pickup with cash, mm -hmm. and he doesn't complain anymore. <laughs> he, and I will he, he will never be a partner of mine in that business. That's my business. Right. Uh, but he's a great customer. <laughs> and and then at, through the funds from that, um, I was able to also start a real estate best investment company. I have one in Texas, um, and then which is where I'm from. And uh, then I also have properties with my husband now in New York, um, not New York city, but New York state. We're near Buffalo. Um, but now that gave me the freedom to where I could, what I could you know, have time to do what I really want to do, which is to write. And uh, through the writing, I found a lot of people were asking questions and really wanting to improve their lives. And I realized I had learned and grown enough that I could actually help them. And so I'm now a certified, um, I'm certified with uh, International Coaching's Federation mm -hmm. and um, Radiant Coaches. And so I'm now trained actually to help people. And that was the thing before I realized, oh, I'm coaching, but I'm not getting paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> might, might as well start a new business. And, and actually that's been great because um, this sounds odd, but sometimes free advice people don't care about. Yeah. But I find when people invest in a coaching program, mm -hmm. that means they are serious to learn and they're serious to grow and they're open. Yes. And so that has been marvelous to connect with people who really want to level up, mm -hmm. really want to scale their businesses or to level up their lives. And it's been a tremendous, um, I just absolutely love it when, when I see people have the light go on and yeah. realize, Oh, I can do this. There's a way to do this. Holy cow. And um, I, I am a coach, not a therapist or a counselor. Mm -hmm. I help people with where they are right now in this moment to improve their lives yes. in whatever direction they want. Mm -hmm. But, um, and I absolutely love it. So I've, I was like, okay, I found my calling writing, speaking, coaching, love it. Now speaking right now is on huh? the back burner. <laughs> Obviously um, things have been canceled and yeah. uh, doing a lot of, a lot more virtual things, which, you know, we don't know where, where the future goes with all this, but um, it's all good. It's all good. Um, so uh, my second or my fourth crossroads, um, that third one was with my husband, you know, yeah. okay, what am I going to do with the dream building or with the multi-level marketing? I'm going to push forward with it. Yeah. But then there came a point, um, where I actually pivoted, I would say, and that was 
um, I, I pivoted my life, really, my mindset, because, and I, I thank my multi-level marketing company through that, because they have an educator, which I'm still with, I mean, I'm a lifer with them, <laughs> you know, but um, it's only one of three businesses that I, you know, do, but um, that was the beginning, because through their education process, which consisted of, of books, you know, a mindset, um, having a coach and a mentor, uh, being associated with people who are like-minded and have big goals and big dreams and um, the conferences, which now are virtual, right. <laughs> but just hanging out with, with good people who are upwardly mobile, like yourself who care. Yes. And so that was a pivot point in my heart and yeah. in my head. Uh -huh. So now, uh, I am, I am happy where I am, even though there's, uh, circumstances going on right now that are very difficult yep. and that's life you know life happens mm -hmm. and so that's where uh, my journey has led me to be at a place of peace and that doesn't mean I don't get rattled and I'll share with you yep. recently all right uh -huh. to like today yep. um, we have my husband and I have six children and one of them tested positive for COVID and is very sick and uh, so I had about an hour of falling apart <laughs> and then it's like, okay, it's okay to cry. It's okay to grieve. It's okay to, you know, feel the feelings. Mm -hmm. And I have those feelings, but I'm not letting the feelings have me. Yes. And that's a difference. And so am I concerned about my daughter? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, but I am not going to despair. Yeah. Because, and I'm, and there will be things, you know, I can't, there's only some things I can change, you know, and if there's something I can't change, I just do what I can do and give it to God, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, that may seem like a trite thing to say, but for me, that's true. You know, I'll do what I can do. And if I, if I, if there's something I can't control, I'll just breathe deep and let go of it and just do what I can. So. And so, Right now, in this moment, um, you know, like the, the, I'm not giving in to the fear mm -hmm. or the, and, and it's interesting in all this COVID situation, yeah. um, I have not given in to that fear. And even now that it's hit home, literally, literally. Um, uh, am I concerned? Yes, but I'm not going to despair. I'm going to do what I can. I'm going to support her in any way I can. And uh, it's quite interesting that she's the one out of all the kids that has given into the fear mm. and um, watches the news constantly. And, and, you know, sometimes things are self-fulfilling prophecies. Right. And um, that's one thing that in this time period, I have um, definitely limited my news watching. Yeah. Uh, and I don't just watch the regular media. I look at other things too. Mm -hmm. And I listen to live things, you know, and like the president speaking and, you know, I listen on to everything. Um, and don't give in to the fear right. and the panic. And, um, so I think that frankly is the way that I'm going to be able to help my daughter. Yeah. Um, and in the long run, you know, I'm looking at maybe this is an opportunity for her to realize that too, mm -hmm. B because, uh, 
to her, I'm just mom. <laughs> you know, and so there's some there's some of my kids I can coach. There's some yeah. I can't, you know? and that's okay. And you know, that's okay. Totally okay. Um, and I love so, that you're sharing this, like all of it, because I'm thinking, like even going back to your third crossroads about going into the MLM com company, I I did as well, and I saw a lot of people who had people at home that were not supportive and made it really difficult to make people second guess themselves. I guess, what would you tell someone or even your past self at that time? Like, how do you keep going when the people around you have a different mindset than you? Um, if they're people that you want to stay with, you mean, I mean, like if you're, there's people like, you know, I just with MLMs, um, I know there's, that's not something you just jump into one day, you know, that's something that's built on the side. Mm -hmm. And, um, a lot of times with MLMs, you know, they, most people have a full-time job or at least a part-time job yep. to carry them through as they make that transition. Mm -hmm. And, um, a lot of times there are toxic people at work that just belittle you. Yes. And frankly, with those people, people that you don't have to be buddy, buddy with, just don't share it with them. <laughs> you know, you just step back. I mean, yeah. um, and I have a chapter in my book. It's actually, I, I refer to it like get off the elevator or, you know, <laughs> I, I can't remember the name of the little section, but it's, it's basically compares it to an elevator. And sometimes you just got to let people off your elevator. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to ride with them for a little bit. You know, you may have to do some work projects with them or whatever, but you know, you don't have to be best buddies with them and, and feed, you know, feed into their negativity and let that, let them spew their negativity on you. You can just, I call them shields. I just, I, I literally, uh, I picture myself in a little blue bubble, just going blah, 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 <laughs> bubbling through the house uh, when it used to be bad, you know, when it used to be, because my husband's not so negative anymore, you know, um, yeah. but when it was very intense, I would literally visualize myself in a bubble and it's like, oh, you know, in my mind, you know, and, and I mean, if anybody had seen in my mind, they would have probably thought I was crazy, but it worked for me, you know, because it was like, you know, they get these little pokers and try to, you know, yeah. make fun of me and all this. And I just wouldn't let it, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. you know, but I did that, which anybody can do through, uh, reading good books, re you know, reading, um, you know, it's, it's because nobody else can control what thoughts you think you're in control of your thoughts. Yeah. You're in control of the words you speak and you are in control of your actions. Mm -hmm. Um, so with all that, you can, you can be empowered. And that was such a freeing thing to me mm -hmm. because, and I shared this in my book is I used to be, um, I was completely controlled by outward circumstances. I literally did not know that I could control what was on the inside. I just gave into whatever, you know, and I cried a lot. <laughs> I'd cry when I was happy. I was crying when I was sad. I you know, <laughs> cried if somebody looked at me cross-eyed, you know, <laughs> and I don't now, um, I still cry you know, like I was crying an hour ago about, you know, my daughter, but it's, it's, um, I have the tears, but the tears don't have me. Yeah. And that's a, that's a big, that's a big plus. And to know that, you know, so through the, through all the reading and the mm -hmm. association, I, and I have very good friends. Um, and I had to let go of some friends too. That's another thing. I had to let go of fr some friends, you know, they mm -hmm. had to get off the elevator yeah. and, uh, <laughs> um, and pretty much with family now, it's all, all but one. There's, we're all good with, you know, who I am, what I am, you know, 
Um, and I have one member of the family that um, frankly doesn't like any of our family. So that's her choice, <laughs> you know, but. Um, also has her power for that. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And the doors, the doors always open to her. Mm -hmm. uh, whether or not she chooses to walk through it, that's her choice, you know, and I love her regardless. But, um, you know, not everybody, not everybody will choose to level themselves up. Yeah. And there's some people, in other words, there's some people who, who really thrive on being the victim, yes. you know, and yeah. unfortunately. unfortunately, and they have to choose to change. You can't change for them. Yeah. And I, that's a really great point of you can control yourself, but in controlling yourself, you can't control anybody else. Correct. And you know, going back to the dream killer thing, that's exactly what happened with my husband. You know, at first, um, I was mad and upset and, you know, and it was almost like, well, I want to support our daughter, so I'm going to do it anyway. You know, but it was almost like a defiant thing. <laughs> and, um, but then as I read the books and I had the association with these really quality, high-minded people that truly are givers, they want to help everybody. And that's what I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a people person. Yeah. You know, I, I love to help people and animals and actually anything that breeds <laughs> actually things that don't breathe too. I love, I'm just, I'm a loving yeah, person. person. <laughs> 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 if you know what that means. <laughs> um, but uh, I forgot where I was going with that. Cause I was, Oh, Oh, my husband. So back when all that was first going on, um, it was like, okay, I want to do this. I want to support my daughter. And I really like what I see. Yeah. I love products. So it seemed like a no brainer to me. So I, I, at first I was like, well, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> but after a while, you know, I quit sharing stuff with him. Um, and that did put a, a wedge between us for a while. This was not a, a, an overnight process for me. Frankly, it took me about six or seven years oh, wow. before I figured it out. And that was quit trying to share my dream. It's my dream. I'm going to protect it. I'm going to grow it myself. Mm -hmm. Anybody who wants to stomp on it, you're not invited in. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, however, I love you anyway, you know? And so once I let go of that and I realized, okay, I can't change him. Mm -hmm. I can't change anybody else, but I can change me. Mm -hmm. So when I went on that path of changing myself and it was a wonderful journey. Yeah. And after I changed, I realized, okay, he's changing, you know, he's, he's more open. He's more, you know, and so not that, um, I'm still a dream builder. I love, I love not building just my dream, but everybody I love, I have a little uh, saying, um, or a little, well, saying a mantra or whatever. And it's that, it's a belief and it's, it's, I believe, I truly believe that every single person born on earth has unique divine gifts to give the world that only they can give the world. Mm -hmm. And that is my purpose right now is to help people remember those gifts. Cause I think they came with them. Yeah. And sometimes those dreams are so squelched down or, you know, uh, there, I, I refer to it as I put them on a back shelf, you know, yeah. or whatever are they withered? They never die. I don't think they ever die, but they can get so withered and, and buried that they never come to life. But I don't think those are ever dead. Those, those dreams that are put in us by God. Yeah. And so in that process of learning all this, I became a much better person. And, mm -hmm. 
not that I'm great, but I'm better than I was. And there's, you know, and I'm continuing to grow. And so I have, uh, you mind if I share my morning mantra with you? Please. please. Well, I, a mantra is a, it's an affirmation. Yeah. And part of it's in my book, but it's interesting because there's another two lines added since my book was written. Okay. So here's what I say every morning. Um, I say, I am a creative, grateful, infinite daughter of God and a beacon of light who continually learns, grows, connects, and serves. I have the power to create the life I absolutely love living through the thoughts I manifest and the daily actions I take. Each day I'm unleashing my infinite light for the benefit of myself, my family, my friends, and anyone accepting of my positive influence. Through my creative works and my expressions of unconditional love, I raise the vibration level of all mankind. Everything I do is in complete alignment with what Heavenly Father wants me to do. I'm an emissary of Jesus Christ, this and something even more. And so it is. So I say that and it, it, that's who I am. That's who I am. And that's, I want everyone to find out who they are. And that, those words that I say, it's a living, it's a living affirmation for me. Mm-hmm. It grows and it changes. You know, there's been a few words added. There's been some tweaked. There's been a couple taken out. I started that probably five or six years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, it's a fluid thing, but mm-hmm. that's who I am and who I want to be. You know, I, and it, like I said, it's not that I'm perfect, but I'm, aim- that's what I'm aiming for is to be that person who does those things and is oh, that person. That's so, so beautiful. Um, gosh. What led you to write the book? Oh, I've always wanted to write a book. <laughs> I actually, um, it's funny because I actually, uh, I want to write fiction. I have so many ideas and I actually just completed a novel. Um, it's with an editor right now. But this book, Unipreneur, um, uh, quite interesting. I, I truly believe that things are put in your life at the time you need them. Um, and we're not always aware of the opportunities, but at the moment that this opportunity came up, I was literally, I was on the, uh, my kids, um, pitched together years ago and bought me this, one of those swing things, uh, mm -hmm. glider things, it's a swing actually, um, for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. sits in our backyard and that's like my peaceful place to go and think and pray and mm-hmm. read you know whatever and so I was I was out there as a it was um in October and uh, no 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 I'm sorry last of September and and um uh, literally last part of September and I just had was out con- I was pondering and contemplating and praying and you know what's my next step what's I feel like there's something in me that wants to emerge what is it and, you know, I thought, I really want to write. I really want to write. And it wasn't like an hour later, I got a ding on my Facebook thing and looked up. And I got invited to watch this free webinar mm-hmm. from uh, Carrie Oberbrunner, Author Academy Elite. I didn't know what the heck that was. But I watched that. Yeah. And it was like, holy cow, this is exactly what I want to do. He's a writing coach. Wow. And uh, now he's got like a publishing company. It's, it's just amazing. But literally, what was really interesting, they only, at that time, they only took uh, 25 people every fall. It was a fairly new company, and they took 25 people. And the deadline for you, they don't just take anybody. You have to go through a registration process and an interview and uh, because they only picked 25 people. 
Right. And um, now it's expanded. He has the business is really expanded. He's got people. Um, they're able to take in more people because he has other people now. Yeah. But at that time, it was just him and Carrie yeah. Oberbrunner. And anyway, so I stopped what I was doing. I filled out an application or you know the online thing, and uh, it was the the deadline was the last day of September. Wow. And um, I got my. I, I mean, it was like boom there it was and I got called for an interview on October 1st Mm -hmm. and I got accepted in and uh really it changed my life because um I but but interesting enough like I said I thought I was going to be writing fiction uh, because I've written I've written two screenplays and uh, I I love I love I'm very I have a I have characters stuck in my head that really want to come out but anyway um when this I, I really got in tune with God and asked what do you want me to do what would you like for me to write yeah and holy cow i this book came to my mind and um carrie said okay expect to take a year you know it'll be a year by this time next october you'll have a book in hand mm-hmm. well i got so fired up about it that i had book in hand um it was all done by june wow and uh because uh i was open to the flow you know, and, and, and it was, it was wonderful, but this book was, that was not on my list to write this book, but it, it, it needed to come out. And since then it's been amazing how many people have contacted me saying that changed my life right. because they were stuck in that situation. And a lot of people, um, they do one of two things when they have a big dream. Um, they usually, they do one of two things. And one is to run with their dream, you know, just run with it. Yeah. and leave their dream killers in the dust, <laughs> you know, and you see this all the time in like, um, uh, politicians, movie stars, athletes, you know, big high profile people, yeah. they go after their dreams and they make it. But sometimes what's the cost? Well, they've lost their families, yeah. you know, or they've, you know, they lost, they were so focused on the dream that the people didn't matter, you know, and, mm-hmm. and they're, they may be successful at what they do, but there's this emptiness in them and how many of them, you know, go to alcohol or drugs or all sorts of things because they lost what was really, truly important to them. Well, mm-hmm. that's the minority though. Uh, what I think most of us do is we give up our dream mm-hmm. or at least we shrink it to the size of our dream killer's dream, <laughs> yeah. you know? And so our vision shrinks to their vision and I really think that's what most people do. And so they think small and they set their dreams back somewhere, you know, shove it in a drawer, whatever, (laughs) shove it into the back of their heart. And Mm -hmm. like I said, I don't think those dream seeds ever die, but they get neglected and get forgotten and people settle for, okay, this is it. You know, this is what, this is all it's going to be. But uh, it's, there's so many people out there with so much to give. And like I said, I look at them as I, I, can, I use the analogy of a dream seed that everybody has at least one dream seed. Some people have lots, but some people, everybody has at least one. And so I look at the earth as a garden, life as a garden. And the more people that plant their dream seeds and bring them to fruition, the more beautiful the world's going to be. Yeah. And so that's how I look at it. I, it's my mission to help people recognize and give their dreams without giving up their you know, that there is a third choice. You don't have to only have your dream. You don't have to only have your dream killers or your, your family that yep. doesn't believe in that dream. You can have them both. You can absolutely have them both. And that's what my message is. Find your dream, 
and you can you can go for it and still have wonderful relationships with people that don't believe in your dream so that's me in a bottom and and that's the bottom line (laughs) yeah I I wanted to ask you about that and you went right there because I was (laughs) like oh like germinating your dream (laughs) yes you know, you got to to nurture it. And that, I love that. I love, love, love that. And this. Entire- yeah. I'm going to add, I want to add one more thing. I have a disclaimer on back of the book. Okay. <laughs> it says this book is oh. not about how to leave your family or divorce your spouse in order to follow your dreams. It is about gaining the courage and know-how to pursue your passion while at the same time, nurturing deep relationships with your dream killers. Yes. So that's it in a nutshell. And I'm, I'm grateful to be a part of this because I've had people tell me that this actually saved them from breaking up with their, their spouses. Mm -hmm. And that is so fulfilling to me. I can't tell you how wonderful that makes me feel that I can be a small part in helping trigger healing and understanding. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah, life's good. (laughs) Yes. I love I loved how you had that disclaimer as well, because I think so many times people think, well, if they don't support you, then you just leave everybody. It's sort of like how you were talking about what you see on TV and like famous people leaving everything and like forgetting to hold on to be in alignment with their values. Yes. Yes, exactly. And I think um, too many times that's the example we see because it is public. Yes. You know, and, um, but on the other hand, uh, there's millions of people that just bury their dream and say, oh, I can't do that. Sometimes there, I, sometimes, and that, I see another book coming, um, and it's going to be on, um, well, there'll be more books, but uh, nonfiction. I have another nonfiction <laughs> book. Okay. Um, and it's because we, ha- sometimes we're our own, wor- we are our own worst dream killer. Mm-hmm. You know, that nagging voice in your head that says, I can't do that. I'm not smart enough. I'm not, you know, I'm not educated. I'm not, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then you add to that somebody that doesn't believe in you and you're toast. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for keeping us aware. And I think, I think that's also really important, just like hearing it to know, yeah, this is, this is what could happen if, you know, the voice in your head and then you not stay true to yourself. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, such a good conversation. Well, thank you. If you could give us a piece of advice, what would it be? Oh, my fate. My, I think it would be to um, realize that you are not responsible for anybody else's decisions. You are only responsible for your choices and to let go of trying to change other people. Just work, just change yourself to become who you were meant to be and the rest will fall in place. Beautiful aura. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for letting, well, thank you for letting me share this because it's, you know, I I want to share, I want to share it with the world. You know, (laughs) you can be happy regardless. Mm -hmm. You can choose to be happy. Happiness is a choice. That's another thing I would say is happiness is a choice. You know, um, there are so many examples of people who have, what look like horrible circumstances. And yet they're these wonderful people that do wonderful things. Well, what's, how do they do that? Yeah. And it's wonderful. Yeah. So I actually, in my um, website, uh, I have a, can I get my website? Oh, address? Yes, uh, the one for the book is um, 
unipreneurbook.com. And during in that, I forgot to mention in the book, um, the nine chapters, there's an intro and a summary, but the nine chapters in the center each have uh, a set of action steps at the end of them. And half of them or part of them go to building yourself, empowering yourself. Okay. And the other one, other part of the action steps are, are how to build the relationship with the dream killers that you want to keep in your life. So there's the two aspects of that. So this website is specifically for that book and it has, um, it has extra things to go along with those action steps to help you. But there's a lot of, there's uh, some really motivational, um, uh, videos, video links in there and, okay. and, and books and whatever. But uh, that was what made me think of that is, is yeah. there's, there's so many people that have, it's just amazing what they've done with their lives in spite of the, what, the outside circumstances. It's amazing. It's amazing. And there's more, obviously I only have a little handful of them in there, but um, yeah, it's, so it's all good. It's all, life is just wonderful if you choose for it to be. <laughs> Do you have another website? Um, I actually have, it's down right now because it's being revamped, but it's, it's just Laura Stewart short ridge.com. And, um, yeah, so L A U R A S T E W A R T S H O R T R I D G E.com. So my full name. All right. And there you go. That's in the show notes. So anyone, okay. Come back to the show notes. You'll be able to get a direct link. And that's the, that's the website that has, uh, not only author, but it has speaking and coaching. Okay. So oh. that one's being worked on. So, uh, I'm, I'm planning to, um, things have gotten a little put off because of the COVID yep. stuff, but, um, so I actually, I don't even know if the speaker will go up back up yet, but, um, I'm expanding my coaching in May. Oh, so I'm, I'm revamping to do some, uh, online well it's, it's all online now but yeah. uh some group coaching oh, so awesome. i'm looking forward to doing that yeah but that'll be rolling really out cool. in may and such a good time to do things i mean you're just rebirthing everything and exactly home this is the time to exactly and i would the uh, you know right now your your speaker your or your audience i would love to just um have have them release the fear and look for opportunity because this is, you know, I've have friends that are, are, they're just in panic mode. They're absolutely fearful of every, everything. Mm-hmm. And then I have others that have said, Oh, this is great. I have gotten, you know, for, for example, having kids at home, yes. you know, some are like, ah, I have these kids. What do I do? I can't do it. And others are like, this has been a wonderful time. I'm, I'm really knowing my kids, yes. <laughs> you know, on a level that I, you know, we never would have had otherwise and they're developing and they're making this time a time of uh, joy and fun you know so it's a choice it's a choice you can have fear or you can have faith it's up to you it's up to the individual but I could certainly say that the first time I watched my youngest like in class with his teacher and writing down his stuff I was just so I was just so impressed with him it was just like a different way of seeing him that I'd never seen before so Mm -hmm. I just thought, thought it was such a great opportunity to have a glimpse into their, their other lives that you don't see all, every day. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So look for the, look for the rainbows. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rainbows everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Laura. Oh, I, I, another place people can catch me. I'm very active on Facebook. Oh, okay. So you can catch me. Um, I have three 
I have two business pages. Uh, one is Laura S. Shortridge, mm -hmm. and one is um, Unipreneur Book, and then the other is me, <laughs> my, okay. my regular profile, which is Laura Stewart Shortridge. So I'm very easy to catch on Facebook. That's my that's my go-to. So just yeah, just I'll chat I'll chat with me, <laughs> Laura. <laughs> I love people. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Thank you, and I wish you all the best. What did you take away from Laura's story? How can you live your passion when the people closest to you don't share your vision? I'm Thea Charles, and I hope you gained insight from this story. If you'd like to learn more about the Pusher Pivot podcast, visit us on the web at pusherpivot.com or find us on Instagram at pusherpivot. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe and join me next time on the Push or Pivot podcast.